Harryam, Shri Gurubhyo Namaha. In a small town, there were two feuding families, and the feud had gone on for a few generations, like the Capulets and the Montagues of Romeo and Juliet. And on one of the ladies' birthdays, the rival family decided to send a gift, and it was in a very beautiful box. But when you opened it, it was cow dung. So the recipient of the gift had it thrown away and asked the help to go and get a dozen long-stemmed roses from the garden. She wrapped it up beautifully in a bow and she had it delivered to her rival with a little note that said, Thank you for your gift. One can only give what one has. It was such a powerful message that when I heard the story, it stuck with me because truly we can only give what we have. And when we talk about charity, which is the fourth thing on the to-do list in verse number 27, that to give abundantly in charity. So we started with worshiping and singing the praise of the Lord. We spoke a little bit about staying in the company of the good, and it ends with this act of charity. Charity is such a beautiful way of opening our hearts. And when we think of the word charity, we often think of it as giving. But it's not so much that something belongs to me and I am giving it. It's more that I've been entrusted to look after and it's my responsibility to share it. For instance, if you look in the world, air doesn't belong to anyone. It belongs to everyone. This earth that we live in belongs to everyone equally. And even if we think about it, money doesn't really belong to us. We may earn it and we may have it for a while, but it can so easily depreciate in value due to economics or it can be taken away from us. We might have to spend it on some kind of calamity that happens in our lives and then it's no longer there. We have it for a while. We don't own it. It's not ours. It just comes and it goes. With air and with water, it comes and it goes. When we really think about it, there's nothing that we have that we can truly claim as ours other than our own mind. And so everything else that we have, we are just trustees. We are just keepers of. And since we know that it doesn't belong to us and it's been given for the wider use of the society, our responsibility is to make sure it reaches wider society. And that's charity. Charity is not this, I'm such a nice person, I'm giving. Charity is, it's my responsibility that I have to give. It's only been given to me so that it can be given to others. And so it's almost 
a privilege that we get chosen to have something and we're given this opportunity to then share it. It's important that we see it this way. Otherwise, charity becomes giving away of old clothes or giving away of leftover food, which in a way then makes us feel we're better off. Maybe not in an arrogant way. It can even just be in a way of gratitude that, oh, you know, I have and I'm blessed to have this much and they don't have and so I am giving. But even there, there's the sense of I am better off. Maybe not I am better, but I am better off. But in the truest sense of charity, there isn't any kind of judgment of the other person. I give just because of the joy of giving. I give because it's what happens. The flow of life, the flow in nature is that it's constantly moving and so it comes to me and I allow it to move on. This is the beautiful thing about charity is that in movement, life is sustained. Whenever we hold on, whatever it is we hold on to, putrefies and decays. And so when we allow the flow, to continue, then we enjoy the flow of life itself. So charity becomes a lot more than giving a donation outside of a temple. It becomes enjoying the flow of everything that comes to us. There's a really nice story that's narrated about a very rich man who became obsessed with the idea of taking his wealth with him when he passed away. Even though we know this is impossible to do, he had become fixated on trying to find a way. And he offered a very, very handsome reward to anyone who would be able to help him to accomplish this. A wise man heard of this reward, but more out of the goodness of his heart, wanting to help another person understand the journey of life, went to this very rich man and said, I can show you how to take your wealth with you. Finally, somebody could solve his problem. He listened very attentively. And the wise man explained that if you were to go from any country to another, say India to America, and you wanted to spend your wealth, you'd have to convert it from Indian rupees to American dollars. And only then would you be able to spend it. And that sounds perfectly logical and acceptable. And so he continued to listen. And if you go to any other country like London or, or Europe, you would then need to convert your money to that currency. And the point just got emphasized and he nodded along. So the wise men continued, you need to find out the currency which they use after life. And so the rich man fell into deep thought. This is a very valid point. But he didn't know the currency that they use after life. The wise man shared it with him. Our deeds convert to consequences, which we call as merit and sin or punya and papa. And then this becomes the currency with which we determine where we go once we leave this physical body not only determines whether we go to hell or heaven, it also determines our next birth 
and the kind of birth we have. And so it's a very, very valuable currency to have because it lasts in the interim period between lives. It lasts even in the next life. And possibly if you have enough, it would spill on even after that. The rich man immediately said, and how do I convert it? How do I get this currency? Quite simply, by sharing what we have here and now in this glorious act that we called charity. We are able to keep the wealth, not in notes and gold, but in our deeds and in our being. Think about it. For more in-depth talks from Swamini Supriyananda and other excellent teachers of the Chinmaya mission, you can subscribe to chinmayaclicks.com. You can also visit the Chinmaya channel on YouTube for bite-sized inspiration and discourses on in-depth Vedantic texts. To know about local classes, activities, and upcoming retreats, visit www.chinmayamission.com and see you on the next podcast.